Welcome back to Life in Bites podcast, the place where you learn, get inspiration, find motivation and get ready to live a life lived better. Here we talk about holistic lifestyle, which means physical health, emotional balance and stress management, mental health and mindset, relationships, soul and spirituality, money and career. I'm Cristina Popescu, the host of Life in Bites podcast. I'm a wife, mother of three, holistic coach and stress management strategist. My goal is to help you free yourself for the need of being perfect and instead embrace life one bite at a time in just the right amount so you can enjoy, live, rest and love the way you choose. I have with me today a dear friend, Fred Stober, a father, pastor and veteran from the US Army. After he retired from the army, suffering from PTSD, he tried to commit suicide several times. Fortunately, he survived, got saved by God and became a Christian. He moved to Romania as a missionary. He started Pregnancy Crisis Center and saved lives of many, many babies. He still lives in Romania and he seems to love it. Our goal is to give you hope in case you battle mental health issues like stress, depression, anxiety, PTSD, or if you think or plan to commit suicide. Our only goal is to give you hope and let you know that you are not alone. Do you know someone who suffer? Send them this podcast. It may be the very thing that saved their life. And when we say that, as survivors, we know that sometimes it takes one click or one person to save someone's life. And help us to know you listen by subscribing, leave a comment and a review. And we are looking forward to meet you in the comment section. So let's begin. Whenever I come to Holland, I never forget the first time I came here, and maybe it was the second time, I don't remember, but I was coming to speak at a church, and I always pray, God, what, what do you want me to preach about? And he said, preach about authority, my authority and your authority. I said, okay, because so many people don't understand authority. Uh, I have authority over myself. I have authority over my children, and our words have power. As being Christians, our words have power the power of God behind them. And God is a righteous and just God. So if God says your words have power and what you speak, you know, what you ask for, you, you get. You get it. So when we start planting those seeds in children's heads about they're not good enough, that they're stupid and everything else, I'll tell you a story. I had the greatest memory until I was in, I think, the fifth grade. And then they started sending you through, they'd give you a test to see your, how smart you are and everything else. And I don't know why they came up with this answer, but they said, well, you have a handicap. And I was like, yeah, I didn't know that. And they were telling this to my mother. Yeah, you have a very bad memory. The moment that they told me, and I heard that they think, through that test, this statewide government test, that I had a bad memory, and these are people in authority and everything else, I immediately believed it. And from that moment on, my memory was never that good. That's and the reason you don't speak Romanian? It could very well be, because my memory <laughs> is so bad. But they will live there? See, but that's the next step. Because of authority, people plant that stuff in your head, like your parents plant that stuff in your head, the same as uh, telling you that you're stupid and worthless. Yeah. And what do you do with it? Especially all your childhood, because you have authority over your life, even as a child. What do you do with that? You start repeating it to yourself. Well, 
I'm stupid. I have a bad memory. I'm not good enough. I never will be good enough. So you're planting more seeds. You're planting just wasn't more that evil. Planned. I used to do that until now. I'm still still doing it. I'm still doing it. Um, because for so many years, this plant is watered. Mm -hmm. It's so strong. Mm -hmm. It's just, I remember being depressed and I was taking a shower and I could hear the voice that told me my entire life that I'm not good enough into the shower. Mm -hmm. I just freaked out because I knew it's not there, but it was so real. I had the feeling that if I turn my head, I will see. Mm -hmm. And I got so freaked out because I was in the middle of the night mm -hmm. in my own house in another country with my husband at home with mm -hmm. all the doors locked with five locks and I still could hear that. It was mm -hmm. so strong. So those roots are so deep and even as a Christian, I have to choose to believe over and over and over and over again in order to live mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yep. I would just say in the power of the tongue, it's mm -hmm. death and life. Exactly. It's literally death and life. Mm -hmm. and especially with the kids, we as parents have the power to to make them physically mm -hmm. and to kill them emotionally. Yeah, exactly. You know, when I got saved, I told you about my testimony. And uh, when I got saved, it was very dramatic. God cast out many demons from me. I was full of all kinds of evil. I was an alcoholic, drug addicted and everything. He immediately cleaned that all out of me. I didn't have a problem afterwards of it. So there are miracles. And, you know, you have to understand, but alcoholism and drugs was so rooted, like you're saying, in me. Yeah. That I tried many, many times to cut it off and everything else. But only only God yeah. could cut it. And he cut it completely. And, you know, I told you, I, I think I was talking to your husband, telling him about taking communion and stuff. They would tell me if uh, in Romania they were using wine, that I was being very legalistic because I wouldn't take communion. But I tried to explain to him. I said, you know, I received a gift from God that was very precious. And if I drink now, I'm throwing this precious gift that God gave me away. Because, you know, we all have things. You know, I still deal with post-traumatic stress and everything else. God didn't just, yeah. you know, take that away. And that's a good question that I still have in my mind. Why God takes some of it and let some of it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, it's both usable. The alcoholism and drugs, because I'd went through many rehabs, many 12-step programs and everything else. So I can go to someone now and I can say, hey, you know, I know where you've been. I know what you're dealing with. And you know what worked for me? Jesus Christ worked for me. You know what didn't work for me? was not working the programs. Now, I'm not saying those programs won't work because they will work. Yeah. But I will tell you, you're probably going to be miserable because you're losing the thing that you love the most, and that's alcohol and drugs. If you want to be joyful and happy in life and be drug and alcohol free, turn to Jesus Christ. It's not always going to be instantaneously like it was for me, but he will. if we will trust in him, he will walk with us daily. And it's the same way with post-traumatic stress and everything. And if we'll just trust in him, because he didn't take Adam away. But we wouldn't met if he would. Right. right. And so he also is going to use that. Mm -hmm. There was a reason why he didn't automatically take it away. He was probably saying, well, okay, you got a lot of stuff upon you. I'm going to take this away so you can actually function and learn and go to school, learn some things. And uh, you'll still be able to use it. 
Now this post-traumatic stress stuff and everything, it's going to stay around, but it can be lighter. It's lighter than what it used to be. I told you, he did take some of it away because I used to have nightmares. And that night I got saved. He took away every nightmare. I've never had a nightmare since. That's precious. Yeah. yeah, those dreams. The dreams were so bad. I would trash. I would just throw my arms around in bed and while I was sleeping. And uh, I would break windows, you know. And while sleeping. Yeah, while being sleeping. awake. I will yeah, admit I know that's there's right. been a couple times that I almost kicked my wife out of bed. And uh, she, it happened more times than that I know, but it, yeah, I would be struggling or fighting in a dream. It wouldn't be a post-traumatic battle. It usually was a demon battle. I would be fighting a demon or a devil or something because I think it's one of the, maybe it's one of the blessings of from post-traumatic stress and everything else. I don't sleep as soundly maybe as some other people. <laughs> so I can continually mm. pray in my head. I Even when I'm sleeping, I still feel myself praying and everything else. And it, because God is so powerful. There's just, yes, he is. when I got saved and everything, I told God, I said, all right, you've done this and this for me. It's a gift I will never give back. I will always keep it dear to me. Now, if I can just take this gift that you've given me, take it to the world. And if I could just help at least one person and let them see the love that you've given me. Because at that point in time, I never felt a love like Jesus gave me, you know? And I said, God, I just want to spread this love. And as I grew through my faith and everything else, I learned that Jesus Christ is love. And with this post-traumatic stress, that's what he wants to use it for. He wants me to go out. He wants me to help those people that, that are hurting and tell them that I know you're hurting. I know it's so difficult. I mean, it is probably got to be one of the most difficult things in the world. It's so... Yeah. And it never go away. No. The brain never stop. No. And you, and all you want is just to be free. Yeah. All you want is to be so-called normal. Mm-hmm. You want to be, you know... Like just said, walk on the street without being triggered by an ambulance or police. A, and, yeah. And, or a child falling and crying or anything else. Mm-hmm. And we talked about when we look at our children and everything else too, the first things that go to my head are, well, how about if this would happen to my child? How about if this would happen to my child? And then and, you turn into a lion to protect them, mm-hmm. to even think of getting there. That's right. You end up putting this big, yes. trying to put this big shield around them and yes. everything. And yes. It's just crazy. But And then you may, we may hurt them mm-hmm. with the shield. Exactly. Yeah, that's not normal. <laughs> no, and it's just, you know, we have also talked about, you know, where you could just walk down the street and feel that you're good enough, you know? <laughs> that would be something interesting to live. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that, you know, like when God told me here in Holland when I was walking down the, by the windmills on the, by the canal, whatever they call it, and he told me, you know, isn't it good enough that I'm here, you know? Isn't it good enough just being with me? You know, that thought never crossed in my head. The same way when I'm walking down the road. Aren't I good enough just being me? You know, I've gone throughout the world preaching the Word of God, and I've helped a lot of people, and I know this. And a lot of people have been saved. A lot of children have been helped. You know, we, me and my ex-wife, we set up pregnancy crisis centers where abortions 
were stopped and everything else. So there was lives actually born. You know, in a lot of people's eyes, I've done a lot of great things. In my eyes, That's I've done nothing. I've done nothing but hurt people and hurt my children. I hurt the ones I love, you know, because why? Push everyone away because it's simple and yeah. safe. Mm-hmm. And we thank this because this is what we heard. You're not good enough. Yeah. You just, you're stupid. And, and we really have to break these these things. Well, that that thing got us together, though. Yeah. And it's like you said, you know, we really got to get out there so so everybody knows that they're not alone. Yeah. You know, I'm not the It was so amazing to me when I met you. Well, not when I met you. When I met you now, not two years ago or whatever. How, we have an interesting story. How that. you understood me and how you had been through... I understood you and you understood me. You understood the pain that I'd been through in my life. Without words. Exactly. And it was so comforting knowing, even though I'd went through therapy at the American VA hospitals where there's lots of veterans that are dealing with post-traumatic stress, and we tell our stories, but it ends up usually we just tell our war stories, which, as you saw the other night, when you start talking about those things, it just builds up, builds up, builds up until it's a volcano. They are bloody. Exactly. And so when I started talking to you and and found out that I'm not alone, that there's actually people out there who understand how I feel, understand the frustration of supposedly not being normal or not being good enough and all these things, you know, it's just, it's so comforting. And I think that that's the only way true healing can come is by being around other people who just understand and just listen but that's not easy to get out it's not and get in touch because first you you need to know those people Mm -hmm. and we are good in hiding Mm -hmm. we are so good in hiding over behind the mask and everything is perfect from the outside right yes and then there's several challenge one you need to be brave enough to get out there Mm -hmm. and be ready to be just knocked out Mm-hmm. And then the other side, for the other ones to be brave enough to let themselves be, and hey, I'm here. I do have post-traumatic stress disorder because one of the things that I, I see is we don't speak mental health. Mm-hmm. It's like if we have a mental issue, we are crazy. We are not. Actually, having post-traumatic stress disorder makes us so good in what we do because everything we touch, we try to do it perfect. Right, because we are not good enough, so we try to be good, mm-hmm. and that means sometimes almost perfect. Mm-hmm. And getting out there and let the world know that, well, you know, I do suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder and anxiety disorder, and I yes, I did try to commit suicide. Usually, it's like, especially among the Christians, it's like, whoa, that's bad. What's wrong with you? And that hurts us, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, when when we got in contact was. I still cannot believe that I don't have to use words and you just hear. Is that kind of, we, we do hear everything mm-hmm. louder than normal and we smell everything powerful. But that kind of hearing of emotions and pain and everything without words is just amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. So for all of you who listen, just get out there and just be vulnerable enough to well, it's like you said in your uh, in your podcast. You know, you can all, they can always leave a message with you, and you know, and 
and get in touch with you because that is a very nice thing knowing that you're not alone and and that and you really have to understand that you're not crazy yes you've just been programmed <laughs> to believe that you are crazy exactly yes. and uh, you've been programmed by other people and you've also continue to program yourself and reinforce that yeah and that's what we do when we get together in the same in a safe place actually when mm -hmm. when two of us speak it's just okay let this thing out put a different kind of light on it and mm -hmm. just go over it in small steps mm -hmm. because usually when we speak with people who doesn't deal with those things it's just okay just get over it well sometimes get over it is one step further and two back and then three mm -hmm. further mm -hmm. And yeah. that's that's so nice to be in a safe place and just talk those things, mm -hmm. just talk. Yes. And yeah, knowing that we are not alone, mm -hmm. and you are good enough. Yeah. We have to get there to believe that, but mm -hmm. we are in a way, right? <laughs> yes, that is definitely one of the hardest things, because like you say, you know, it's just so beaten into you. Yeah. Especially with you, it was definitely beaten into you. Physical. Yeah, exactly. Physically and emotionally and spiritually, by the way, because mm -hmm. well, when people use God as a gunshot, ooh. Yeah, I really think, like I said, you know, I've been hurt a lot of ways, but I think the church hurt me the one of the most. Yeah. That I, you know, I told you, I really blame the church a lot for messing me up with my ex-wife because they. We still need to get over that. Yeah, part too. they, you know, told me how dirty it was and everything <laughs> else. You can't marry a young woman? What's wrong with you? And, yeah, it's a whole different story. <laughs> but, you know, it's sad. It's so sad that the ones we love the most hurt us the most. Yeah. And it's also hope that we are not alone. Exactly. And just... A hope for a future. Yes. If more of us get together, we are so strong together. We, we are strong together. Exactly. Just one here and there, it's... Mm -hmm we just get broken and broken but when we come together and just knowing that we are not alone and we have a place somehow in this world mm -hmm. um, the way you help me and I help you just by being mm -hmm. and you know just exactly being there it's it's amazing and if, if we are going to save some lives let's do this yeah, well you know just having that person to talk to that you can actually once in your life finally be totally open Yes. with that understands you no and don't ask questions exactly you know it's important i've tried many times to explain to people yeah the way i think the way i act the way i love yeah and they just don't get it it's like i'm talking to a brick wall or something yeah, because and if I, you are not there mm -hmm. you don't get it so mm -hmm. so for all of you out there who hear and listen to someone who is hurt and post-traumatic stress disorder and any mental issue don't say I understand if you don't because you don't and it's okay we can deal with exactly. I don't know what you're you are going through mm -hmm. we deal better with that and yeah I understand you and then we just look at them oh, well you don't understand anything mm -hmm. just just that openness we need that right exactly you need to exactly. be honest yep I if, don't get you yeah if you're <laughs> it's better if you're gonna be open you know if you actually open that door up and because this is a great thing to say because if you'll actually open that be honest and say, well, I don't, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Well, then let me try to explain some more to you. Let me try to open up some more to you. If you're just going to say, yeah, I get you. And I understand. 
are in That's the back so of your... That's so funny. When we hear that and we yeah. see it, it's not true. And in the back of the, your head, you're thinking, oh, whatever. You just don't love me, are you? Are you done? Yeah, exactly. And so that immediately puts up another wall for us. Yeah. And we're like, okay, whatever. You're not getting it. I'm trying to show you love. I'm trying to explain these things to you. I'm trying, you know... One of the greatest cries in my heart is that I could just be a goofball idiot out in the world where I could go out with my children and just act like an idiot and just have fun with them. And, you know, my ex-wife was great with that. She was just so free. She could just go out and run with the kids in public and act all silly and goofy with them and just just be free, you know, and not me. I hear you. I have to have this presentation image or something you know yeah. don't to... fool yourself out there exactly because <laughs> everybody's watching you yeah everybody's looking and judging you and they will discover who you are exactly and they will discover that you are not good father mm -hmm. and you're not good exactly. mother and they will that's what they're know. thinking anyways yes they're thinking oh you're just you know what was this really stupid with me is because when i see that out there i think oh they're just pretending They're probably not a good dad or anything. They probably really just act this way out in public. And as soon as they get home, they're just telling them how rotten and dirty and stupid they are and everything else, you know. And that can happen and It cannot. Can. Yeah. And we will never know because, yep. well, we don't know how to trust. Exactly. But the good part in this is we are not alone. Mm -hmm. And we are just two of us here. But I'm definitely sure that the people who listen... If you listen to us and you know that you are not understood, just try. Just reach out and try. Mm -hmm. We can listen. Yeah, we can get in contact. Yeah. And then, then when there was one, there was two. Yeah. And when there was two, there was three. Yes. And it just builds. And we build together and we help each other and we share together. And that can, that can bring that freedom, you know? Yeah. We so, are free in our own weird way, though. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we and can stand in the wind and be happy that we do feel that wind or walk through the rain like mm -hmm. the other night and just feel the rain of the hands. That's that's amazing for post-traumatic stress disorder, right? To mm -hmm. be able to feel mm -hmm. the rain on your hand because we don't feel many no. things, right? Mm. Yeah. And the tolerance to pain is huge. Yeah. And tolerance to many, many, many things. And we usually turn to pain just so we can feel something. Yeah, and that's that's a subject for the next episode. Just to to talk about how we feel the pain. So stay with us because we are back. Thank you for being with us today. Don't forget to hit the share button and share this episode with your friends. Subscribe to be the first one who get to hear the next episode. And if you listen to my website, I'm waiting you on Life Invites community. Let your email address there so you can be updated with the latest tips on how to be healthy in a holistic way from body to mind, soul and relationships. And go in the description below, look at the contact information and connect. We are looking to see you again in the next episode of Life Invites podcast.